Greetings, folks, and welcome to episode 117 of the Farbound Metal Podcast. I'm your host and guide on this metal journey, Daniel Cordova. In this episode, I welcome a very, very important figure to my heavy metal DNA in Christina from the band Lacuna Coil. In this episode, we are talking about the 20th anniversary of their album Comalize, and it's remixed, remastered, re-envisioned, reworked, deconstruction, teleported, whatever you want to call it, re-recorded, etc. version of the album Comalize XX20, because it's coming out around the album's 20th anniversary. We discussed taking these songs on again 20 years later, the music videos behind a couple of them, as well as her nerdy collection of baubles around her Twitch channel lair, becoming a Twitch streamer in general, Halloween in Italy, or the lack thereof, and more. Before we dive into my chat with Christina from Lacuna Coil, here is some of Swamped XX from the Lacuna Coil album Comalize XX, which will be out on October 14th via Century Media Records. I apologize for the little delays, but I have all interviews like every half an hour and sometimes they they keep on going with questions and I'm like, oh, I'm late sure. for the next. I'm so sorry. I'll try not to keep you beyond the next time slot too much. No, I mean, don't do not worry. Do not worry. I mean, don't worry about that. All right, so I will start with us uh, because you mentioned that you're doing a lot of uh, interviews today. I saw on your yeah. Instagram that you are several cups of coffee deep at this point. How many Ooh. are you at this point? I'm still uh, those two. Okay, but those they two. were they were they were full. So, <laughs> and also you mentioned that something about Netflix was keeping you up last night rather than getting rest. What were you watching? Yes, damn it! Uh, yesterday I was watching. I finished uh, a documentary about uh, Gacy. Uh, oh. I've, I've, as many people, I'm fascinated by stories about serial killers because, you know, you know the 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 curiosity to 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 find out what's behind it. And uh, after the the Gacy one, I started another documentary. I don't remember um, the title, but it's something like about the weirdest uh, neighbors, okay. and it's a basically different episodes that are talking about episodes related to people that either uh was living with the victims or um or murdered some someone else so like i don't know maybe a, there was a lady that would keep um uh, a lot of elders in her house and she would get all the money out of those elders and after a while she would deliberately kill them with some medicines uh that was one then there was another one of of a guy that was living together with a girl to share the rent and she disappeared and they found her under a tree somewhere nearby a street that was not so public i mean yeah it was like the typical things that you watch before you go to bed of course keep it light right keep it light. damn it uh, that first one you mentioned about the the elderly was that one happened to be in Sacramento, California? Because I think I've heard of this one. Mm, I don't know if it was Sacramento. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, We've... it wasn't. Uh, mm, I don't remember the place. That's my general area. Dora, uh, the, the lady was Dorothea. Dora, Dorothea. The I think that's her. 
uh, with glasses, typical uh, good, good old lady hair. Of course. Yeah, Probably. I haven't. I don't think I've seen a photo, but uh, I think that's okay. our unfortunate claim to fame in our area. Uh, yes. Uh, so, of course, we're here to talk about the Comalize XX album, which is the 20th anniversary of the album. Yes. And this, you guys have, uh, quote, teleported versions of the songs, deconstructed <laughs> versions of the songs. How has been how has it been revisiting these songs after 20 years and like has been re-recorded or just remixed or remastered or whatever? Like how these are songs, but they feel new because I've listened to the whole thing and it feels they yeah. they are new. There is nothing, 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 nothing from the old recording no. everything is new from scratch it's we worked at this record as we were working on a new as a new to a new record as well um the music is almost brand new i would say because of course we took inspiration from existing songs but it's re-recorded everything is resung. uh some vocal parts are have changed uh, completely so we treated it as a as a new record and it was it was actually pretty difficult because being such a classic for for Lacuna Coil and 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 its community, it was touching holy grounds. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were like, hmm, I, I we we wondered if people would have liked it or not because of course a lot of people was attached to the original one, but we wanted to to celebrate it. We didn't want to wipe away what we did twenty years ago. We just wanted to take Comalize to bring it in 2022, brush it off a bit and add, you know, something cool on it to send it to the future. Uh, when I got the promo overview, I was speaking with your PR person, Nikki, and I mentioned hearing these songs reminds me, it feels like seeing an old friend that I haven't seen in a while, yeah. but they have like their life together and they've matured uh, in a way, which I think is really cool. But hearing that you guys re-recorded everything. Uh, I am. I have to compliment your your voice more than ever because I ab'd the vid music videos of Swamped and Tightrope, and I was listening. to them like, ah, they had to like reuse some of the vocal parts, but like, <sighs> damn, how do you keep Thank your voice you. in, in in shape from twenty what? years ago? You know what? It it makes me curious that a lot of people think that your voice should get worse in 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 during the years. For me, it's the other way around because I feel that. Playing so many shows, talking a lot, kind of um, reinforced my voice. So I don't do anything to 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 take care of it. I mean, I I, I sleep as much as I can. I I I do not smoke, but I don't do anything. I don't even warm it up before show because I huh. I never took lessons. So that's it. <laughs> wow. But thank you. Of course. But thank you very much. Uh, are you someone that wishes you could go back and tinker with your old material or after it's out, is it just like, this is the finite thing? Because like, are you perfectionist in that way? And like, this is your opportunity? Oh, yeah. To, okay. I, have, I, I would always go back. I'm never 100% happy, but I learned that now we have deadlines. So uh, at times I'm like, all right, okay, uh, this is a good one. Or the guys are just like, okay, enough. This is going to be it. You record this part 10 times, you're going to find a good one. They're all good, <laughs> even if you don't like them. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I think I could do it better. No. <laughs> and are you like that with everything or is it just Lacuna Coil in your music? No, it's no. In life, I'm chaos. As you can see, I'm chaos. But when it comes to our music, um, I'm a pain in the ass hmm. because I'm very never happy, super perfectionist. 
Uh, I mentioned especially with recordings. I'm always like, oh no, we don't like this one. <laughs> so, like on these uh, revisiting these songs, do you feel like you got it this time, or in 20 years there's going to be an XXX? No, I think I think I got it. Uh, even even if in some recordings I literally recorded the same parts over and over and it was always sounding good but I in my mind it was like no I can do it better no it can be done better and they were like Cree sounds great why what do you want to improve something that is great already and I'm like I don't know I think I can do it better <laughs> uh earlier I touched on the music videos uh, that you guys have just put out again in a way for Swamped and Tightrope uh did you and your directors revisit the old ones to either hit certain beats again or to avoid certain things cuz uh I remember those two videos very well from when I was younger and mm -hmm. the backgrounds of like I think it's Tightrope that are very red and explodey it feels very 2002 or I forget which one has that backgrounds but like No it's it's Swamped swamp. because we never had a video for uh, for Tightrope I found an unofficial uh, one then Oh really yes yeah. Oh, no we never we never did uh, we never did an official video for it um no we didn't even think about it we we literally thought about the video as it was for a new record so we wanted to put together the two videos so there are elements in uh, the swamped videos that are reminding of the first one you will see some of the same actors uh it's a sort of a it's representing a sort of a transformation from the experiment to the band being under an experiment that transforms into a band that is wearing black anima clothes, but white. And this was uh, in our minds and in the director mind was to unite the periods of, uh, of the history of Lacuna Coil into the pandemic because we were coming from Black Anima. We jumped on board with uh, Komalai's XX and we wanted something that could be united and represent what Lacuna Coil are today. And then there was a little cameo uh, because there is, a, there is a frame just like for a split, not even a second, just like an instant in which I'm wearing the original dress that I was wearing um, in the booklet of Komalai's. Gotta go and, back and I wanted to put it there because I wanted to see I wanted to see how many old school fans would 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 get it. So when I started get messages like is is it what I saw? <laughs> <laughs> there was something weird. I was like, okay, gotcha. Um, are there any other songs from your catalog or albums that you would like to revisit this way, or is this kind of a one time deal? It might be too early uh, to tell. I think that this is a one time deal, also because of the importance that Kamalize has for us. Um, and it was a great experience, uh, but it was really, really complicated and, and, and stressful. And, uh, I think that now that the pandemic is over, we can, you know, continue with new records and, uh, celebrating Comalize XX and bringing it to the future. Sure. Uh, your next show, I believe, is next week, and you're playing the yep. album in full. Uh, is this going to be the XX version, the original, or a mix of the two? I think it's going to be the new versions cool. because we, um, on the last, um, North American tour, we played four of the new songs. Uh, two of them were tight rope and, and swamped, but then we played songs that uh, people have never heard before, like Evans Alive, for example. Uh, so to test the reaction of the crowd and they, they went 
ballistic and it was like they liked it so much not ballistic probably is the op- is the other way around right when you say ballistic it's something positive or negative uh, I, I meant mean, something positive it could be an energy thing but I I, well, I think I know what you're saying yeah well I meant it in a in a positive way sure. they loved it so much uh so much that some fans came to me after the show and they told me like I'm completely confused because I thought that I would have never liked the new version more than the songs that aren't in record that is my favorite ever of you guys. And then we we understood that we we've been able to carry, you know, the the old vibes. I really like the fact that you said that it's like seeing an old friend. I I think I will reuse this one sure. because it's the same feeling that I get, you know, singing the songs it, it's the same for me. Going back in the past, but but not in in a way that it sounds old or it feels uncomfortable. Yeah, actually, just like, bringing the good memories out of it. That sort of ties to my next question, which is about you guys playing the XX versions of these songs. Uh, some of these songs haven't been in sets for years and years, but they're coming back in this new way. Does mm-hmm. it feel like a new song or does it kind of feel like a throwback or I mean both, I guess? No, it feels it feels like a new song, but it feels like you're already confident with this new song. Uh, but it doesn't feel like an old song. Okay. Also because some vocal parts changed completely and the music is different. Mm-hmm. So no, it definitely has uh, a new vibe. Uh, to change gears completely, um, I know this isn't necessarily a new thing, but you are, what first got you into doing Twitch and how do you think that has influenced the band overall? Because you have a big Twitch following now. Oh, well, big. Uh, I have, you know, my, my little community that I love so much. Uh, I already was a subscriber of Twitch, but I never thought about streaming because i always loved video games i didn't play for a long time because when i started to tour uh the only chance i had was to basically play consoles on a bus but whenever i'm on tour i don't want to seclude myself i love to live life so i love to meet fans to go out to go out shopping eating uh, do stuff so i i forgot about the gaming for a little while under the pandemic I started to play games again that I had at home for months that I never got the chance to play, to play with. And um, all of a sudden, my boyfriend is like, why don't you open a a Twitch channel? And I was like, what am I going to do? Because I don't want to sing on, on, I don't don't like to sing on my Twitch channel because I, I don't like when people ask you, Sing this, sing that. You should sing this, you should sing that. I'm like, I'm not a puppet. I If I sing, it's because I want to sing. <laughs> but I don't want to do it on Twitch, you know, as a karaoke request. And then I, I started to buy all the equipment because I wanted a home PC because I, I had Macs for quite a long time because they're great, you know, for writing music. But I, I didn't have a home PC for, for a long time. So I went out, I got myself a home PC and I did all this setup, you know, with uh, with TVs and stuff and, and started this Twitch in a very rough way. I didn't even have a, a webcam. I was using, I remember that I was watching um, 
let's say PlayStation was doing a presentation and I would film with my phone. I would film the presentation on YouTube on my TV screen and then I would turn the, that it was very, very, very basic. Um, but it gave me the opportunity to to unveil the private part of myself to the fans that never got the chance to actually see their favorite singer, you know, chatting with them and and playing video games with them or just like sharing random thoughts. And I, I like how, how raw my channel is. You know, I never study, uh, I never program thing. I, I really go with the flow. It's just like, okay, this happened today. Let's talk about this. Oh, guys, I just went out and bought a pair of shoes. What do you think about this? Uh, or, or we might end up talking about something extremely important and deep like depression or, you know, uh, or illnesses. I mean, we can go literally from from A to Z in the most natural way, as you would do with your friends if you meet them at the bar or in a living room. Yeah, I, I watched a, a few recent broadcasts, and there was one where you're telling a story about what sort of sound like you're being possessed in a way. And in it, you like touch on seeing like lights in the sky at an OzFest. And I was surprised to, f to see how vulnerable you being about like all these sort of things on, on your Twitch channel. Cause you know, I mean the, the layman kind of knows Twitch as just the place where people play video games and people watch them. But like yeah. your, your channel is much more than that. And how is becoming, yeah. how is becoming vulnerable in that way for you? Like, was it a challenge to like find the line and do you feel like you've crossed it your own way? That, that, I don't remember that thing. Maybe, maybe you're mixing it up because I said that at OzFest, we saw some lights. You said that in passing. You, you met, you were telling some other story and then you said, I saw OzFest and lights, but oh, that's another story. And then you went on to this other thing. Ah, okay. Yeah, I don't remember what I was what I was telling you about because I definitely remember the lights at Ausfest because mm -hmm. everybody talked about it even in news. But I I just like to be myself, like as I as I would be in in my everyday, you know, f forgetting somehow that that I am a singer in a band and in pictures I look like the dark lady and you know, very serious. There is also this part of myself that I want to come out, that I'm glad that it's coming out. And I think that Twitch got me much closer to part of our community. It feels like a family, you know, it feels like they feel, it, it feels that it can be uplifting for people that are maybe at home alone, that are waiting for the moment that I go live because they know that they're not going to meet me only, but also the rest of the community. That's, that's really beautiful. It's a, it's a good feeling. Uh, you, you mentioned the, the, the dark aura that you like put off in like band photos and stuff like that. We're in October. I don't know how much uh, Halloween has an impact in Italy, but are you a halloween uh, person? I love Halloween, but in Italy, it's not that popular. I keep hearing that. And it sucks because, I mean, I always have the feeling that it's coming. I, I, you know, I see more masks and stuff, but I don't know why it's not working here. Come the I always hope and, uh, that we're going to be in the States every time it's Halloween, especially nearby Universal Studios or or Disney World. I had the chance to to go with Maki and Andrea on uh, at the Universal Studios during Halloween, and it was one of the most amazing experiences that I repeated after, uh, other, other two times in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And 
but we're here. <laughs> Sorry to bring up a touch. I, I apologize. I, if only no, you had no, no. it. <laughs> uh, over your shoulder, you have quite a few uh, baubles and collectibles and stuff. Yeah. Are, are, I, I take it that you are a collector in, in some way. Uh, what are some of your prize collectibles or memorabilia or something? My prize collectible, well, I have some items that are very, very limited. Like, let me see. For example, like this is uh, from a video game called Immortals Phoenix Rising. And they only did 17 of of these dual senses. So I, I don't use them, but I basically, I love controllers so i have like i think i have nine dual sense all the colors wow <laughs> including this one um there are some uh, items that are harder to find like uh for example this pink Mar master chief that you see here mm -hmm. you could only find it in germany as far as i know you don't find it anywhere else then i love those masks that are underneath you don't I don't really see them, but there is a mask of uh, Sub-Zero down here. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Sub-Zero and Scorpion over there. Classics. <laughs> and they are amazing. And those were limited edition, I think. I don't know how many pieces they made for for each of them, but they're really, really, really well done. Uh, what else do I have? I have... Uh, I love Final Fantasy and many Square Enix games. So I have Cloud, which is one of the main characters of Final Fantasy, on a bike. And it was a limited edition. If I'm not wrong, there were like 500 pieces. That's Maybe. Cool. I'm not sure. Then I have a fantastic Game of Thrones uh, CD collector. I have a Harry Potter train uh, collector with DVDs. I have a, I have a lot of stuff. Cool. I mean, I my I walls are stuff. like that too. I get that. I have a lot of stuff. And if I don't have it, I either get it for my boyfriend. Like he's a big Warcraft fan. So I got him, you know, one, uh, like an old, uh, an old version of, uh, of the Lynch uh, that he exposed in his pub or like the 15th anniversary of Warcraft. I love action figures. Action figures are my favorite. Very cool. Yeah, I grew up a uh, action figure person in uh, Transformers. Even though I don't like the movies, I still like the fact they can be little trucks and then little men. It's awesome. Um, and then I have a a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Like if I look at the side of, uh, I'm like, hey, okay, a lot of stuff. Too much. Making you do an inventory of your life and feeling weird oh, about it now. No, 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 no. I don't even. I don't even. I don't even have to look at my. <laughs> Um, I'll go ahead and start winding down because I know you've got other chats that you need to do. Um, so I like to ask this question of everybody. And this is the first time that I've asked this question that there's actually like a personal tie-in for me. Yeah. Uh, but what was your first band called and what did it sound like? Very first band I've been part of. Sure. Uh, it could have been was, like the first it was time. Actually, yeah. it was the very first time I was part of a band. It was actually with the the first uh, um, the first Lacuna Coil um band it was called ethereal though back then and before that I've, i haven't been part of a band but i was do i was um, a, a solo artist just like working for djs they would maybe record my voice and then they would keep some loops putting them on other other music that they did but the very first band ever was lacuna coil <laughs> that was called ethereal those uh loop songs did any of those come out since you've become you know Christina from Lacuna Coil? 
No, I don't even remember. I mean, sometimes they were even using like other people's names because um, I didn't want to give my image away because mm -hmm. I didn't want to appear. I mean, I was always, even if it doesn't seem like now, I was always really shy. So I love to sing, but I didn't want to become a singer or become famous or anything like this. Um, so sometimes, especially in dance music, it was very popular to find maybe like a super beautiful girl that would also dance and stuff and they would slam her face on, on the record uh, with her name. But maybe the voice was mine <laughs> or someone else's. You were like the, the was, voice in Milli Vanilli kind of thing. <laughs> Some, somehow, but I, yeah. I, I never I never sung Milli, Milli Vanilli. Sure. Uh, the personal connection that uh, I have to this is my first band was called Silence Aloud. We played mm. exactly one show, and at that show, we covered Heaven's a Lie. Um, hey, thank so you. like I have, you know, this song has always been part of my musical thank like you. DNA. So I want to thank you for Comalize XX, the original, everything you've done. You're a very important figure in my musical. Thank uh, everything. you. That makes me really, really happy. Uh, next time you're in States, I hope to see you folks. You know, I hope so, too. Break. I think I think it's going to be next year, but we will be back because we're already already planning. And I can't wait. Very cool. All right. Uh, you have a good rest of your day. Thank with you. Folks you too. And, uh, you thank too. you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Of course. Bye. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye. You That was a bit of Tightrope XX by Lacuna Coil from their upcoming album Comalize XX, the reimagining of their landmark album Comalize. Uh, as you heard in there, I decided to go ahead and leave in when I asked her about her first band because of how it tied into my first band. So you got a double first band this episode. Um, but yeah, my first band, Silence Aloud, played Heaven's a Lie at a high school battle of the bands in addition to a song I wrote a System of a Down cover, and I think one more, and it was an absolute disaster. But um, I think I actually have some of our recording of Heaven's a Lie, and I'll put it in uh, in this episode as well, if I can find it. Comalize XX will be out on October 14th via Century Media Records. 
You can check all that out at lacunacoil.com. There you can get the album, merch, and all that good stuff. And of course, my show, farbymetalpodcast.com, is where you can find it. If you're in a band, you can hit me up to be on the show as a recommendation. You can find past episodes, a store link, friends of the show, and a lot more. And then the theme song, Far Beyond Metal by the band Shoppy Young Lad from the album The New Black, courtesy of Century Meter Records and Devin Townsend himself. Thank you for listening. A Catbox Production.